I am Lucas Mack, and I'm on a mission to see the hurting get healed and the healed go out and heal others in order for all of us to experience the true love and light we desire. This podcast is me sharing my journey with you so you don't feel alone in your journey. Welcome to the Golden Rule Revolution. Hello, my brothers and sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Golden Rule Revolution. I am Lucas Mack, and I'm really excited to bring today's episode to you. I have Dr. Tommy John on the show, and this I I reached out to him because I love all the content that he's putting out, and I asked him to come on. He said yes, so we hit record, and we just start talking, and I think it's one of the greatest uh, conversations, very inspiring. He is a warrior of love and he's a warrior of freedom and sovereignty and all the things that I value. Um, and really fascinating. He is the son, which you'll hear of the very, uh, famous New York Yankees pitcher, um, Tommy John, who, where we get Tommy John surgery from. So he had an experimental surgery done on him and, um, fascinating guy really beautiful so uh tommy thanks for coming on and everyone enjoy my brother warrior my warrior brother guys (laughs) (laughs) i mean listen when i hear someone that has a sword (laughs) i do i was just about to i I got it right now a samurai sword baby (laughs) so first of all thank you for for speaking thank you for yeah being who you are and holding the line like you are holding, especially in California. I'm up in Seattle, so we're we're in this oh, yeah. coast. Uh, yeah, entity. Yeah. Before I get into your current life, what you're doing, um, you grew up in a unique perspective. Everyone has their own unique perspective, but you grew up sure. in a house that you know had a name, notoriety in that yeah. athletic world. What was your life growing up, and how did you, where did you get the fire? Or when did you first know you had that fire inside you? Yeah. So that, nobody's asked me that question. Nobody's tied my, my childhood or, you know, the baseball background to what's going on now. Everyone's just kind of separate them as two different lives. Right. Um, dude, my dad, when we lived in North Jersey, it, it was the shit. Like he, <laughs> we'd go to every game he'd pitch. We'd miss school the next day. The school knew it. You know, we're in North Jersey. You're you're living with a Yankee player. Like everyone's either Mets or Yankees. My God, I mean, it's like these guys are emulating his teammates in wiffle ball. You know, as we're playing. Well, I just like hung out with his teammates who you're emulating. Like this is, but they were just humans. They weren't like these stars. Right. So I right. think that was the first thing that everyone's a human being. Yeah. I, I think that was like one of my first exposures. Like, wow, Don Mattingly, Willie Randolph, Dave Winfield, Ron Guidry. These are Rick Roden. These are really nice got like guys men you know and i didn't look at them as some divide of celebrity status you know that bullshit that we feed into now that's kind of allowed us to become where we are now yeah um but he was i I loved going to yankees games i loved him coming off the field because everyone would cheer i didn't watch him to learn technique and strategy i just loved the respect that the other people gave him and he signed every autograph after games. We, I loved it because we'd go out, they'd freak out 
and he'd stay there and sign every autograph. Yeah, and we'd go home late. Like, that's just how he was. He was just this consistent train mm. of simple. He practiced. He executed. If it didn't work, he went back. He figured it out. And he just kept. He was just the same guy mm. at the highest level of baseball. Third winning as pitcher. Or, uh, excuse me, third winning as uh, uh, third longest career in the history of the game. Seventh winning as lefty of all time. Wow. Like. These are all time numbers, wow. <laughs> you know, let alone the surgery and all that. Yeah. So I was targeted. I, I was bullied. I think people kind of thought that I would take on that. There are some players, kids and some movie star kids and some stuff who act a certain way. Right. And we made sure there were four of us that we we noticed them and we we wouldn't act that way. You know, and so I think just as siblings, we had this agreement. It wasn't like our mom was like, don't you don't you act like that? Right. Don't you? We just observed the ones that did act like that, we were always like, man, that, that's just not cool. And, and we had this as siblings, you know, we just kind of took it upon ourselves. Um, but talk about witnessing somebody mastering or attempting to master their craft, mm. you know? And so I, I'd watch him drive and he'd drive with a softball splitting his fingers. He'd split his fingers to keep them stretched. He didn't throw a splitter, but he wanted his fingers very pliable. So he'd drive with a softball wedged in his fingers. He'd throw pitches in his car mentally because he'd always be talking to himself, moving his hand. He'd run batters while he's driving. He'd constantly think about doing this thing and all, what every element of his life, how it was all tied into him being the best pitcher. And I'm getting to something because this is exactly what I'm doing now. Only pitching has nothing to do with it. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. He was just trying to express his best human, human self, his best self, man. And if he did that, that meant his team was going to be in a position to win the game. And if he did it enough times, he was going to win a lot. Like that was it. Um, so I don't know if it was witnessing that. I don't know if it's part of my code that is expressing. Um, but I was an older soul. Uh, I loved challenges. I loved doing things. Nobody else could kind of a thing. I loved, I mean, think about it. Like, you're a target at some point because your dad's a Yankees player. You know what I mean? Uh, and there's people that don't, even in college baseball, the name on my back. I mean, people would target me because they thought, again, I was going to be just this cruel, you know, self, self-absorbed, you know, person. And when they got to know me, they were just like, Oh my God, this, you're actually kind of a cool dude. Like, yeah, like, I, thank you. You know, but I think knowing that you're always your movements and your, your, your actions were always under a microscope. Mm. Um, and so I think that just kind of gave me a taste of, of handling the pushback from something, even if you know it to be true, capital T, yeah. Yeah. you know, uh, uh, with what I was, uh, because we were unconventional. My dad practiced unconventionally. I practiced unconventionally. We did this stuff in the face of ridicule, mockery. You know, the masses aren't doing it. I know. <laughs> so I, I was always one to go in through the outdoor. I was always one to show up early, leave late. I was always one to kind of, I'd be hung over in college, no doubt, but <laughs> yeah. I'd always wake up after yeah, my after. Papa John's large pizza and I'd watch, you know, behind the music, John Denver. And I'd buy like 10 John Denver CDs at, at the music store. And then I'd go do my, I'd go do my stuff, you know? So I always got it in. Um, but I was always that not for other reasons. I didn't, I wasn't doing it for the response of anybody else. I was just doing it to, 
because I had certain intentions and certain things I wanted to accomplish. That's cool. And then you can kind of fast forward to today and it's really not that different. Right. Only there's more at stake now. And that's why I've pulled back any filter, any governor, anything that would ever be holding me back now. There's no more room to be quiet, subdued, passive. It's, it's go time. It, that, it's go time now. Say this, as you yeah. just say this, the line comes in the frame behind you. Oh, you see it? Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you orchestrated that really well. Yeah, right. I did that perfectly. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> oh, man. It is, um, it's such an amazing time. So my background, you're talking about celebrity and, and people with that prestige. I was a TV reporter and entertainment. I was in TV across the country. So I'd interview the celebrities and I'd see them be one in particular, I wrote a book called everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face that came out in 2013. And I talk about the celebrity, not naming him, not trying to knock him, but just, I got you this. um, He was so viscerally rude to everyone, including me. But as soon as our camera light went on, it went dimple and, Oh, you know, and I, and I had worked with them before in another show. Yeah. Just the, the facade, the veneer that people were buying into the smoke screen, but not seeing the truth yeah. behind it. So that's cool that you got to see because I'm, people are still buying into the veneer, the being gaslit yeah. by all this narcissism. And you got to yeah. grow up, say, all right, I know it's true amidst all the, the lights. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Wow, it was like, if, 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 I mean, it's so bad because the the wrong people are are celebrities now. Now that's shifting. Now there's yeah, like right. doctors and scientists and yes. and life, you know, people. Yeah, uh, true humanity. You know, and life seriously, life. like the people yeah. doing the work are who yes. we should see on TV and and have posters of. That's right. Um, but if I could say something, like my dad didn't give a shit, and that was one of those things. He was like a true like he didn't feed into all that. And I, I, I remember being like, he totally could. And I observed and he just wasn't, he was his authentic self, no matter what there was one him and he was going to be that no matter what was going to happen. And I think now part of what we're going through, we need to try to find that authentic self, right? What is self? We we don't even know what self is anymore just because the way the the systems have kind of beat it out of us, you know, or, or, or infected us so badly. What was your grand, what was your dad's parents? Like, was that, I mean, was that a learned, was that culturally ingrained in that household? So he was, uh, they were, my grandpa was a little harsher. His, his wife, my grandma, it was, they were no nonsense. Mm -hmm. Uh, Indiana, You know, my dad was a better basketball player than baseball player. They built a mountain in the backyard. He had chores. They did this, that. My grandpa made made comments to my parents that they weren't hard enough on me. And I had insane rules. I could get into you and not not rules for baseball, just rules raising kids like like weird, weird stuff. (laughs) You know what I mean? And he's just like, you guys are too loose with him. You need to lock him down if he's going to be the best baseball player. And they're like well, what if he doesn't want to be, you know, like, well, and so I heard that. So he, there was this thing. So it's not, I don't know. It's not like my dad, he had a choice, but he was, it was like in Indiana, you were at a school where there's like 40 people in your class. Yeah, right. Everybody plays basketball. Adolph Rupp is coming to the house to recruit him. 
right. like everybody plays baseball. It's just kind of like a very simplified life, mm. you, you know, and you go at things and you go hard and, and that's it. You go till, till it can't happen again. Um, but he tried to apply that. So they were, they were a little more stern, a little more, you know, knows. Now I wasn't one you had to nudge to work hard, yeah. but I also loved the life experience that meant crushes on girls. Yeah. And, you know, night, like going to the mega mall in Minnesota and trying to like watch, like go to the top floor, which was where the movies and the restaurant were. And, you know, just hanging out with your buddies, night games and, and exploring abandoned houses and trying a marb red, you know, and just like <laughs> getting knocked on your ass by a marb red. It was yeah. like, what is this? That's great. <laughs> Zima. Zima. You remember Zima? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. So it's just like, you know, I love that stuff. I love the yeah. experience of being human. But I also had things that I wanted to accomplish. I didn't need to be told the sacrifices I would make. I, I was an older soul early on. I didn't need a lot of guidance, you know. Um, yeah. And I, I, that's been the way now. Like now I'm so glad to see where we're headed because we almost have to go back to these old school, traditional yep. lifestyles. I fucking love it. I love where we're headed because I, I've been like fantasizing, not that this would happen, but that we would adopt. Yeah, we get back that. to, yeah, yeah. We get exactly. back to that foundational living. Right. Um, there's a quote, there's a great quote by an old Christian preacher that A.W. Tozer, he said, a man with an experience is never at the mercy of a man with an argument. Hmm. And that's what nice. we are. That's what we're coming into. You've experienced things. So who's going to say, you know, well, this is that. And that is like, I've experienced, I know my knowing is true because I experienced it myself. Therefore I can't be gaslit or led astray or fear mongered. Right. And that's what we're waking back up to, I think as well. It's huge. You said that because uh, Dr. Cassie Huckabee and I have extensive lengths of conversation on this. I'm speaking at a Heart of Freedom rally and I'm trying to see where to take this and where to go. Uh, Judy Mikovits is going to be there. Simone Gold, Del Bigtree. There's some heavy hitters, but there's a focus kind of on data and science and there's a focus on these aspects. And I'm like, you know what? I'm a very experiential person. And what it ends up being, my studies are experience. Mm. My studies are observing people. And then all of a sudden, somebody's like, oh, you know that thing you're doing? Did you know so-and-so wrote a book about it? I'm like, I, I, don't, I didn't know what it was. You know, or, oh, is that so-and-so's method? I don't have any idea. I just know, like, those methods and the data and the science follow the human, not the other way around. That's right. That's right. And, and so if we can get back to the experience of it, we'll all get to the same place. But you're trying to reduce a human being down to a system, mm. a data point, or, and the human is too quantum. Like the whole observation study, right? Observe, yes, right. elect. Yeah, <laughs> once they know they're observed, once yeah. they're observed, they change. Like right. you can't do it. And, and that's the thing. We're trying to reduce us down to even our holistic side, like the, the mm-hmm. side that is, is supporting. Right. I'm like, you guys are doing the same thing, just in a different way. And so I, uh, if you don't follow Dr. Cassie, have to be following her now because she put a big thing on science this morning. She writes so eloquently. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a naturopath, like has people hearing cancers. Wow. And reversing MS wow. and, and doing things because that's what we do. Like, right. that's what the human does. It heals. That's why it's they called life. it cancer. Right. It's healing. Yeah. So it's, again, getting back to that, not virtual experience, but the actual experience yeah. of life. And you said it. I've been putting in the work for 20 plus years. And this is my big point. 
Mm. When you do the daily activity of thousands of brush, that's why I did that naked and ready for war video. <laughs> yeah. It was funny. It was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> I was like cracking up for <laughs> parts that on my own. I'm like pushing the strawberry through and I'm dying <laughs> laughing. And I'm like, God, yeah. that's funny shit, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, but I was like, I left out a lot of what I do on the day to day. Cassie's got the day to day. There's other people have the day to day. Well, here's yeah. the thing. If we do the work and we continue to do the work, continue to do the work, no matter what variable is thrown at us, we can, thank you. We can calmly in a low emotional state, make a decision and, and not emo immediately go to some, because let's say any of this stuff was real or whatever. Yeah. What's the bet? What's, what am I going to do about it? Right. Nothing. Right. I can't like, I just have to put myself in the, position to not die yep. Yep. <laughs> and to thrive like what's yeah. that the same shit i'm doing now right and so that's the thing is there's also a state of mind that you do when you do the work mm -hmm. you start to see things differently and you vibrate differently right that's right like your energy shifts so now all of a sudden everyone's like what am i supposed to do mm -hmm. and i'm like well when you do the work you'll know Yes. Because you'll just start seeing things differently. You'll know if you're supposed to move. Yeah. You'll know if the per partner you're with is, is right for you. You'll know if you're supposed to homeschool. You'll know if you're supposed to convert to gold. You'll know if you're supposed to be a part of a march or a group. You'll know because you won't be able to tell it, turn it off. See. Like now there's so much static. Nobody knows if they're hungry. They don't know if they're tired. They don't know if they're <laughs> alone. It's like, everything's just this advertisement. You know what I mean? And so yep. I truly believe that if we do the work, I don't make decisions in my day. Hmm. It's just a path. Yeah. Just go. Yeah. There's yes. no choices. Like it's yes. like, Oh, choose to, you know, do this healthy thing or not. Like, what are you talking about choice? Right. I just, it's just a way it's a way of life. Yes. Oh, holistic medicine. No, it's just medicine. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, there's right. a, oh, <laughs> you know, are you healing something? I'm like, no, humans have one way to heal. And that's just heal. It, there's no, we've, we've divided it into all these little, you know, separate mechanical right. algorithmic, you know, where we have a, a professional to tell you how to brush your teeth, lay in your bed <laughs> and fucking chew your food. You know, right. it's like, right. and, and I'm sorry, but we just, when we do that work, and that's why I keep coming back to, where do I want to focus during all this? What is my mission? And I reevaluate every day. I'm like, what, mm -hmm. what can I do more, right? Well, one, getting people to be their true self and do the work and find them. That's it. That's, that's the protest. Kelly Brogan, Dr. Kelly Brogan said, you owe it to humanity to heal yourself. Because you healing yourself just put out in the ether a different energy. And that's it right. will affect global Yes. Now, if we all did that, and that was the most profound thing I'd heard maybe in this whole thing was you owe it to humanity to heal yourself. And then Sarah G like one up there months later, and he goes, the greatest protest is being your most resilient, healthiest version of yourself. That's it. There's the protest done. I, I gave a Ted talk. First of all, Yes. I mean, <laughs> in a loving way, I'd give you a headbutt right now. Just like, I, know, right? yes, I freaking love it. I love, I love what you're talking about. Um, I gave a Ted talk uh, two years ago called breaking the cycle of child abuse. Cause I grew up horribly abused. My mom escaped like all sorts of crazy stuff. Um, but I said, you know, there's all these statistics every six seconds, a child's abused in the United States. Um, you know, 
800,000 children go missing in the U.S. every single year. Only 500,000, quote unquote, died from this, this virus. So don't tell me your virtue. Yeah. Hearing about people who died from, and I don't even believe those stats, when 800,000 sure. go missing here. But I said, at the end of the day, when hurting people can become healed and healed people go, can go out and heal others, a new statistic will arise. The statistic of a healed person. And can you imagine if the news was like, a thousand people healed today. A million people healed today. People are like, this is incredible. We're all clean. But that narrative controlling of another case, like, yeah, but I know. Of course. So we can heal and we can become the own our own heroes and our own story and not give our power away. And my encouragement to all, I mean, I love Dr. Judy. It, it, it just every name you listed except one I didn't know. And warriors, you're all warriors yeah. on the front line in that field. And I and I honor it. And I would say as well, don't go stat for stat with these people. I was talking to the NRA, one of the heads of the NRA. And I said, why have you not said that there's no such thing as an assault rifle? Right, 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 right. I had my phone. I said, this is an assault phone if I intend to throw it at you and hurt you. Sure, sure. It was like, there's no, it's AR rifles and amber light, amber amber light rifle. That's what the manufacturer is. Why did you guys allow that narrative to be hijacked? And then you're trying to combat what it looks like. Come on, get out of here. Take you lead. And I I just love what you guys are doing. I just, brother, truly, I know you're just like, who's this guy reaching out to me? But you're a warrior and I have your, I'm I'm with you. Thanks, dude. Like I feel the fire. When you did your four step face thing, I was like, (laughs) how great is that? I was so hard at the the sound. I was watching. I'm like, okay. Yeah, it's okay. The, noise. the noise. It's the noise, man. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, man. It's hilarious. You're bringing. I know. And everyone's like, light. that literally, I haven't laughed so hard in forever. I'm like, I, that's it. That's a good thing. Like, yeah, yeah I'm kind of making a point. If we started doing that to the people that were getting all upset, yeah. I don't know. You know, but no, you, you brought up a good point. Like, uh, Cassie said this as well. And I keep bringing her up because we're on the science kick. It's like, when did the powerful study the powerless? Like to what, what are we doing? You know? And I, I had a, and I'll use her in my talk because it was brilliant. Uh, the girl that cuts my hair, Hmm. she came to my apartment. She's doing it home because her, her studio got closed down. It it went out of business. Right. And so, uh, she comes to my house and, and, you know, she's telling me her two daughters and her and her husband, her husband got sick, quote unquote, whatever, you know, expressing symptoms and he got tested and whatever that means. Okay. And she's like, no, it's interesting. You said that because she was talking about contagion mm. and I'm like, well, you know, using Dr. Tom Callen's, you know, approach no, no. to things. And I was just like, think about this. Like, does the house get infected or are they like expressing a resonance where the bodies communicate to each other and might use symptoms or a flushing or a detoxing to level up to the environment? Cause they're so intelligent, oh, like trees. Cool. That's like cool. trees. They yes. communicate to each yeah. other, right? That's good. So now if, if I got symptomatic from you, I thank you for doing that because our bodies talked and said, yo, to survive in this environment that has whatever TV shows, whatever food, whatever energy, we need to level up because getting sick, expressing symptoms is a level up. It's not a, you're not sick. Wow. It, it's a very, very in- intricate, amazing, beautiful process. Right. So when I shared that, she's like, oh my God we didn't like me and the girls, we didn't express at all. So that just means that just means your bodies didn't need the message. You're good. Like, because we're so intelligent, it'll, they'll know. So now here's the thing. I said, listen to this. 
medicine, science, would go into that house and would study his sick ass. I would want to go in and want to know why they didn't express symptoms. I'd want to take every variable, even though we know we couldn't reduce them to variables. Right. But hey, ladies, what are you thinking about? What are you watching? What are you reading? What are you eating? What are you, you know, what are you being? Where, where's your sleep? I don't want to know what the person who's expressing symptoms is. Afterwards, I want to go into, but like, no, he wasn't in a state of function. His body needs to level up. I don't want to know like right. what his habits were, but right. that's what we do. We study sick. Like symptomatic, like, I don't care. Focus on the people that are healing the stage fours on the reg. Focus on the people that are resilient. And are like, that's where the science should go to get our curiosity Mm. of that possibility. But we don't because that would, there's a lot of people who would lose a lot of power if we did that. Right. That point right there, this is what I'm curious. And I, and I'm, as we're taking people on this journey and hearing you, can you, Go travel back in time. And what was the first glitch in the matrix for you to understand that you would focus on the study, the, the well versus the sick or what, what, where can we get that catalyst for other people to be like, Oh, got it. So I, I was in, been in this business for 20 years, uh, 20 plus years, which is like soft tissue rehab is what it started with performance training. But we were training pro athletes down to children up to Parkinson's MS and paraplegics, all the same. They're just human beings trying to express. Hmm. And they're all the same. And I'm like, geez. And it was brand new to me. There were three of us. And we were pulling back the curtain on a lot of techniques and approaches. And I was like, the way they approach, they're limiting you with what your capacity is. And we had people healing themselves from things that I'd never seen before. And I was just like, wait, I was told there were limits. I was told where there were, you know, you had to approach it this way. You can't do this. No, protect that injury, protect the sick, protect. No, 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 no. They need more than us. They need way more than us. Holy shit. This is crazy. So it was through like soft tissue injury stuff. I started to see the capacity of the human and that when we're expressing a symptom, we need more stimulus. We don't need protection. That's not how our body's designed. So that's actually the absolute worst is when you protect an arthritic joint, protect an injured area, put a boot on something past a fracture to set a bone and, and past that orthotics, braces, taping, all these things. I'm like, these people are radically worse than the ones that don't do that. Wow. Huh? And then you pull back and you go into, you know, thinking about the, germs or bullets and we need to dodge every bullet like right. outside like what right. if they're not bullets what if they're instructions like coded instruction mm. you know and ideas yeah and we could absorb these ideas and we don't even have to think about dodging anything because that's an exhausting life right. I, I don't want to dodge anything i want to go experience this life well you know death right but not dead doesn't equal healthy yeah. That's <laughs> and that's what this world, that's what this country does. We'll plug people into a hospital system at 750 grand and a cancer thing that, you know, wait, so they existed for four years, racked up this debt. Were they happy? Did they live? No. They're, and so that's what we have now is a not dead, you're healthy type approach. So I guess it was like really looking at injuries 
and the way that the bodies responded to insults that way that it, it because you can't you can't segregate that field of of uh study from anything else it's all just one big stream you know and so that's what people try to do now it's like oh the fact that there's like osteology it's like study of it's just humanology <laughs> the study of all of it like yeah, if you're yeah. a dentist and you don't know all body mm-hmm. if you're a but that's where we got we got a cardiologist we got an oncologist we got a you know a proctologist. it's like damn do all of them talk to each other no they don't communicate right so or the, the idea of a mammogram or colonoscopy right. somebody comes in with a rolled ankle the last thing i'll look at is kind of the ankle i'll go into the rest of the body mm-hmm. and then we'll finally hone down if mammograms and colonoscopies are accurate, they're looking at one area of the body mm. an expression of health of one area. Right. And based on that, they're going to cut shit out of you, mm. cut your breasts off, cut your colon out. That'd be like me telling people, Hey, you know what? If you don't have ankles, you can't injure them. <laughs> so I'm just going to fucking cut your legs off. Yeah. Like, Sweet. You never had an ankle injury. Right. I know, but I don't have feet. But here we are. Like, I mean, it's the most asinine approach to, and it also drives a business model. Like, oh, so again, I've just looked deep into these injuries and stuff. And I'm like, that's why germ theory, uh, cancer, even the name of it, just names of diagnoses, just no way, no way am I giving it power. Those labels, man, you want to heal? Don't name your Instagram your disease. Like there are more people who take on that and there's no way you can heal when your name on a social media is the, what you've been labeled with done. Stop. You're not a label. You're just in a state of healing. You are in a state of healing. They had to name it because they had to code for it. So there's a treatment plan for it through the insurance process. You're not that. And now they're labeling feelings as disease. Can't do that, man. Like we can't do that. So curtain was pulled back. And then that's why when this thing showed up, I was like, I don't watch the news. I haven't in like 17 years. Right. Um, <laughs> and so when it happened, I'm like, Fuck, no way. This is the stupidest thing. Right. Wait, I'm not locked down. I'm not shutting my business. No. And then it was like everyone was aggressively coming at me. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Mm. What just happened? This right. is all bullshit. This isn't even how we operate. And right. I was trying to tell as many people as possible. And then who gave me it to even go even stronger? Kelly Brogan released a video. Dr. Kelly Brogan, March 17th. Wow. And she did a 20 minute beautiful video on why germ theory is bullshit and why we shouldn't fear an invisible villain in the air and all this stuff. And I reposted it. I got so much hate. I knew I was on the right track. Wow. I could not believe how much hate I got for that post March 17th. So all this bullshit started March 13th. If you remember, right. Yep. It was Friday the 13th. Yep. And, uh, I was, I, that gave me wings even more. And then I didn't know what was at stake. I didn't know any of the deep, deep shit. I still don't. Yeah, I yeah. just want to be aware that there's some really gnarly stuff, but it's yeah. not going to affect. I'm just going to go live me so I can make the best decisions and see the world how I want to see it yeah. to choose, you know, that path that I'm moving forward. So I think it was all pulled back. Helps to have a Serbian best friend in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, He's like, you know, the history books. Are you fucking kidding me? The history books are bullshit. The fucking, yeah. I was in the war and they reported all bullshit. This all. And so we, we pulled back this curtain on, you know, the medical mafia, the, yeah. just the education. I mean, basically what all systems need to fall apart now, right? Like yeah. the food, the medicine, the, the law, 
yep. you know, religion, yeah. even my yeah, God, it, all of it, dude, this, all, all these. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I love it. My, um, it's funny. You said your, your Serbian friend, I, um, this guy I know that I was doing business with and, uh, he's, his dad runs the oil and gas in, in Russia and, and friends with Putin. And I go up to Vancouver, BC to meet with them. And we're, he has this like, you know, the, the VIP section, I sit with them and he, I did this video called the why revolution. And when I had my ad agency about every 80 years, a new generation comes as the new hero. So 80 years ago, we had the greatest generation. 80 years before that was the American civil war. 80 years before that was the American revolution. 80 years, it's a year cycle. And uh, I was talking about the greatest generation in this video that we could be the next greatest generation because we're at the 80 year cycle. And he looks at me, and goes, America did not win the war. <laughs> I was like, what? This guy was not giant. Like, he was serious as could be. So it. Russia won war. <laughs> America took credit. And I was like, right. whoa, okay. Shit, <laughs> I know. A serious cat right now. So <laughs> I was like, I know. Just You're different not gonna... perspectives. You know, like yeah. my point is, a different perspective. Here's two different views of one thing. And this guy, like your friend, like they're changing yeah. everything. Yeah. But what is true right now? Are we walking in peace, living in love, honoring one another, yeah. you know? And one of the things I'm blown away with, and I've talked about this quite a bit on the podcast and I've saw this coming last year. I don't understand what the left is doing and I don't and truly it just happens to be on the left it could be on the right yeah. and I would say I don't understand what the right's doing it just happens to be on the left right now that they're provoking an armed populace to the precipice and I just don't under that is a suicidal thinking it's just insane yeah. it's insane to me I know my buddies are all special operator I just happen to have God has brought warriors in my life and I grew sure. up different and I'm looking at, he's got like, like, but you're in skinny jeans and so not you, but you know, like, what are you doing? And that's where yeah. I'm blown away. And that's why I love your message. And I don't know, this is more a philosophical conversation, more like yeah. what is happening with this group of people that are living in fear, but have this like rageful, false sense of they're tough. And I'm like, right. It's that whole attack. I mean, it's even. I got Dr. Northrup on the live tonight. I've interviewed her many times. Is that mm. divine, feminine, sacred, masculine? Like yes. nobody even yes. knows. Yes. You know, we they exist in both of us. Yes. And I called out men in a video. And it's like just the way everything's been set up, it's mm. to destroy both of those yes. and and eliminate both of those. And they've they've done a good job. That's one of some will even say that's the key to this whole thing. Mm. is men finding their sacred masculinity and women finding their divine feminine and us realizing there's both and there's roles. Yes. And we both need to, to do this thing to protect earth and, and her children. And, and some will be like, that is the most important component to this whole thing is them finding that. And everyone's like, you're such a divine masculine man. I'm like, I'm not acting like that. I didn't read yeah. books on divine uh, masculine. I'm just being um, me. Like yeah, a yeah. man to my greatest <laughs> level. And right. I stand on the, I was walking with a girl and I stood on the inside of the facing the, the road. And mm. she's like, oh, what are you doing? I'm like, 
So if a car comes, I take it. And right. She's like, <laughs> yeah. well, what? And I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, right. She's like, where'd you get that? I'm like, I don't know. I thought there was like a manners <laughs> video or something. Like, I don't right. know. It just seems right to like take the car first so you can have the possibility of surviving. And like, everyone's like, oh, how do you feel like you're such a divine, sacred man? I'm like, I'm not stop mm-hmm. even with that label. I'm just yeah. a man right. who's being the best human he mm-hmm. can and doing what I need to do. And if that's protect, yes. serve have courage and honor and respect and do the work daily and fuck yeah, let's go. And then there's, you know, but that, that just, it's the whole of society. I mean, I mean, messages in movies, the things in the food, the, you know, fashion and entertainment and like, what the, I don't even, Yeah, I've never, (laughs) I've never voted. I never voted. I won't vote. I'm like team human all the way, like getting back to, that like getting back to the best human you are whatever that is for you right that there there is this way to live and Mm -hmm. it's human yes it's not paleo and it's not i mean it's just a human expression of self that's all and that's all we can do emotionally spiritually mentally intellectually physically every single freaking day is just to address those things on the day and that's your agreement because you were given the lottery you won the lottery and you were born you're the first winner first winning sperm so let's ride that winning wave <laughs> let's go <laughs> fired up like i'm watching right, video right now <laughs> we started off as winners let's go man we beat that's billions right. of sperm that's right we came in first that's right hell yeah Reminds me of General Patton saying that the thought of losing is hateful to Americans. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. losing become acceptable as a no. My God. Yeah, we're you know that 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 concept. I was going to give a second TED talk um, before it got canceled with the with this whole insanity. But the talk the topic was um, me to us to pain is pain, and it was the whole premise was when men heal, the world heals. Because everyone, I think, is responding to this wound. You know, I don't. You're right, but wounded yeah, yeah, yeah. guys that were wounded, yeah. trying in their wounded masculine to to solve, not having the feminine open to receive love and receive right. kindness and receive. You know, you and I could be and not be like, yep. what's up, like, oh, hey. no, bro, it out. Yeah, I know, right? I know. exactly. And I was saying, men, women have the unique gift, and thank thank God they do, of having two X chromosomes. And I say, look at an X; it can receive on every side. So yeah. the natural gift is the feminine nurturing, receiving, making you feel comfortable. Men have the X, so they can, but they also have this Y and the Y symbolizes masculine and feminine in balance. And without it in balance, it can't receive anything. It's huge. It's huge, man. All feminine, it's all going to fall. And if it's all masculine, it's all going to fall. And we got to come, we get to, and we are. Because you and I are creating it and oh, yeah. sending this energy out right now. We are coming back oh, yeah. to this balance of celebrating the beauty of humanity in its fullness. I agree. I agree, man. <sighs> I can't I can't see any alternative happening. So I can't envision it. Mm. Nor so I just don't see the alternative of of not going to where we're what we're fighting for. So right. I'm I'm good. You know, that's where I everyone's like, How are you so positive? How are you so I I'd, I'd find my best life in prison. Mm. I would find my best life if I had one arm. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, how am I so positive? How the fuck are you not? You woke up. There's like thousands of things you get to experience. And I'm going to say this at the talk. Like we're celebrating one year. Mm. Did anybody improve their lives? And like a third of the room will raise their hands for the rest of you. Why not? Right. What have you been doing? Right. <laughs> like, 
like bitching and moaning and waiting for a protest or waiting for us to do a talk or give you data to show you to live. Right. No. Like, what the hell are you doing? Right. Well, my kids, are they still alive? You still have them. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So you're good. Uh, well, money, I lost my job. But you have a $1,000 iPhone that you're filming this talk. <laughs> oh, okay. So you have money. Right. Like, well, food, like, oh, so, but you're still here is what I'm saying. Like, you're still alive. Right. I don't care what you're going to tell me. Right. There is no reason you shouldn't be leveling up in some capacity. There's a dude with no arms and legs who has the love of his life and he just fathered a kid. Like, <laughs> that's right. you got nothing. I got nothing. There's nothing you can say. And we got to start looking at that on how we can improve ourselves right now as a human race, starting with the individual. And that's where it will start and end. Uh, Ole Olerton said, you know, there's a reason they tell you in like planes, he was a special forces one meter square. He's like one meter square was our, our platoon, like our, our, our group. Hmm. You didn't worry about all the other guys. You worried about one meter square within yourself. You took care of everything within that one meter. If you did it right, your part was of the whole and the whole was just this force, but you didn't worry. Everyone had their own thing. And when you did it, you were just this wave of force, but everyone's trying to get the, the wave to take care of the one, right. you know, or, Hey, uh, can the, pro can you guys from health freedom for humanity do a protest? So this will all end. Oh no, there, there's no protest to end this right. great to express and, and do some things and stop. But if you're not going home and then after you make your signs doing personal work in a radical way, something's up. Um, and another one, uh, he goes, you know, Mask come down in an airplane. You put one on yourself first. You take care of self. That's right. You know, and then you can care for whatever it is you want to care for. But we we are afraid of of ourselves. We are afraid of what we're going to find. But I look at it as like, what a great opportunity to improve. Yeah. Like, it's oh, zero. do you cry? Fuck yeah, I cry. Yeah. <laughs> like, it feels good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There's stuff to express emotion. You know, like, are you kidding me? Hell yeah. Am I down? Yeah. I, I don't like seeing this stuff. I don't like trauma, but our bodies are designed to heal greater than the trauma force. Great. They fucked up with this bad idea, a fairy tale of a pandemic. Right. So they traumatized us. Well, guess what? We're wired to heal greater than the level of trauma. Mm. Let's do this. Just need a little help. That's our wiring. That's our design. They messed with the wrong species. I freaking love it. Mm-hmm. As we, you know, the work, it's a, the work is a big umbrella. You know, I've done for me, <laughs> 2016, I hit rock bottom. Sorry, having flashbacks of all the stuff. I've gone on this healing journey, did therapy for two years, every single week, never missed. Yeah. I used to have a like therapy. I talk about it in the TED talk, like, I used to, oh, therapy. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, <laughs> tough it up, <clears throat> it out, like attack it. Sure. But then here I am, you know, hurting and I go through this whole process. I go to an emotional intelligence program down in San Diego, radically changed my life, gone done plant sat with plant medicine, breath work, all the things, all nice. the methodology, all the yeah. healing and angel healing and soul regression healing and all this stuff. And every time it's like something else come I come back into myself more and more. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I can stand like a uh, Maximus and gladiator and like, are you not entertained? <laughs> like, yeah, totally. totally. So I heard um, for you just for, cause man, thank you for speaking, brother. I, I don't think yep. you understand. Like, I mean, maybe you do and because it's who you are and it's just how you be. 
But there are some guys that I love dearly that are big men that are still playing the game and complying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to say compliance is not a virtue. Safety is not a greater virtue than freedom. For if it was, no one would be safe. No. Freedom is the only virtue. And and in that, may we all live and be be sovereign. Yeah. So when you say work, yeah, we're for someone listening right now, we got people yeah. the world listening to this. And there isn't a silver bullet, I realize, but where where can one start in relation to where they are? Like what's your this is huge. This yeah. is huge. So I'm gonna tell you exactly. So and none of it's mine. None of it's mine because there is nothing new to invent that we need. Mm-hmm. It's all just there. It's been there, it's existed forever. People have done a really great job without innovation, science, and technology. We have the innovations for sure, but I'm just saying, like. There is a way to use this, but when we have science in one hand, technology in the other, we don't have something to grasp the human spirit. Mm. And so here, here it is. I took it from Dispenza's work, radical remission, miracle, uh, these healings of cancers, like they all had something in common. And then conversations with 90 plus year olds that were still driving themselves, still walking, still eating, like living thriving lives. Yeah. And I'd ask them what the secret was on purpose because they scrunched their eyebrows. They're like, secret, what the hell are you talking about? It's like every day, <laughs> you know, like I'm doing stuff every day. But they never, they never said diet or exercise, which I love. Mm. They never ever said, I'm living this way because of this diet plan and this exercise plan. I'm like, oh, I love it. So it comes down to these things I call the eight essentials. Because another thing, my, my, uh, I've heard a lot of people pushing these essential oils, which are fine. I use them to, to replace cleaners and stuff. But I'm like, how essential are these oils like to life? Mm. Because they'll sell them like you need them like fucking, you know, to just get out of bed. You need an essential oil. I'm like, I don't think they're essential. But what is truly essential? And then I was always evaluating myself in practice and my life. What's what do I need? And then what can I add? But what do we truly need? So all those factors coming in. Here's the list. So if anybody's listening, write them down Um in linear fashion, but understand they're like wrapped up on each other. They're like quantum and they're all linked together, but it's not linear. Okay. Um, first one, a belief in something greater than yourself, whatever that is, this is your list and it's individualized. That's where the, the fingerprint comes in. Yes. It's a list. And yes, these are framework, but you add the meat to the bones. It's your list. Um, number two purpose. Mm. I love small, medium, and large. You have to have a freaking reason. Mm. And if you ask people why they have that job, they don't have a reason. Why are you doing that? There's no reason. They just do it because they're supposed to do it. I'm like, oh my God. And they're like, what do you do? If you ask me what I'm doing every single day, I will have a damn good reason to what I've done because the intention is there driven by this idea to express life with the greatest potential. Like that's my, I want to fly. I told Dr. Cassie Ugby, I want to fly. Has somebody levitated ever? She's like, yeah. Okay. Then I can, I'm good. Like it's, it's somewhere in my print, you know? Um, Number three relationships, those ones that uh, support your belief and your purpose, the ones that antagonize it with a mirror challenging you. And then the ones that are just those in those drain, those energy vampires, as some people call them, eh, they're gone. They're just out. You only have a certain amount of energy to give to people. And now we're seeing a big uh, clearing, cleansing of the inbox. Um, Number four, sleep and naps. Mm. Number five, breath, meditation, prayer. Number six, outdoor exposure. Mm. Just opposite side of the window. 
cold, hot, rainy, bright, outside. Mm. Number seven, nourishment. Simplified. I'm not a diet guy at all, but getting back to knowing where your food comes from. And I mean, fucking exactly. And the grocery store is not what that place is like the actual farm or the actual place. It was raised or groomed or whatever. Uh, and then make home meals, homemade meals, making meals from scratch, connecting with our food again. Hmm. Number eight, body movement. So now we go into this whole list and you have two columns and the two columns I stole from Dr. Cassie Huckabee last Friday. So I just added these to the list. I was just telling people, right? First of all, what those, what those topics mean to you, just what they mean to you. No judgment from anybody, but you got to be vulnerable and you got to be open. You got to, you got to like lay it out, like lay it out. What does it mean to you? Then put, I was, I did like red and black, but she, she framed it better. It was going to be things that were promoting that supporting that column yeah. things that antagonize that column she put it beautifully because she'll do this with with her patients and again she's got people healing like radical stuff um healing them on their own she never claims to heal nor does anybody outside you heal the person heals themselves so you choose those two columns within that category what actions towards that are medicine mm-hmm. and what action towards that are toxicity and you just, you just put them, boom, boom, boom. And you just label and you just go, you categorize and you do it for all of them. And you spend time with this document and it's a living document. Mm. And then you start to look at, wow, what could I take out of the toxicity column? And what could I add more into the, and you start doing these little steps per day. You can't put, apply to all of them because it's impossible. You can't, you can't max out each. Right, right. So maybe for somebody who's never made a meal, they make one meal this week. Mm. That's a huge growth move. Or maybe somebody took a seven minute nap who's never naps before. Or somebody woke up four minutes earlier. Right. Or somebody went outside during their work break instead of watching, you know, right. YouTube videos or whatever, right? Like right. they did something small. Celebrate the small victories. Like if you did something, celebrate the shit out of it. Hmm. and be like hell yes success <laughs> yeah. and then you compile those you you be consistent with it and i put on so i have these posters for sale i know i just did a product thing but no. this other woman on a podcast was like do you have these eight in a poster and i'm like i got it on vista print for like my office she's like you should make them and i'm like damn it so they are on my instagram and my awesome. link tree like they're they're with t-shirts and hats and these posters though people are getting them for their fridges or they're at dorm rooms or they're at office spaces man and then at the bottom it says be consistently savage with the simple and i'm telling you all those radical remissions dispensa stuff the the 90 plus year olds they all look to those eight there's nothing really new and then here's the thing if you want to throw in something new, it's built upon those eight. It's mm. not a replacement for those eight. Great. So everyone's like, oh, infrared by the computer or a energy mat or whatever. Like, yeah. well, okay. But now think about this. What you just changed just so you could stay at your computer longer. But are you breaking one of those rules? Like, mm. nah. We're just not supposed to be at a computer for these lengths of time. (laughs) So so like we rig out our lives with these hacks so that we can exist in these shitty ass lives. It's like, stop, man. Your body's telling you to get the flip up and giving you eye headaches 
and right. warping your eye muscles. It's telling you, stop, right. like, right. listen to it. So again, there is massive, massive, massive healing with those eight simplified, focused on, in a, and when I mean savage, I mean like, that's why those eight, <laughs> you, you are not knocking me off those eight. Like you're not going to get in my way of those eight. I'll leave you. I will, I will drive separate to a social event so I can peel off and I'll come in late 45 minutes because I'm going to do my spine shit or whatever I got. And I'm taking no shame because health is number one. As we see, that's why they attacked it with this sham of a thing. They knew if they attacked health, they could get people to do whatever the fuck they wanted to. And here we are. But with those eight, man, that that's where it all lies. Those eight, it's, I've really had a hard time applying massive intention to those eight and really wondering what else I should add, mm, you know, like right. what other you'll start to see, you can cut out certain professionals in your life. Cause you've hired everyone yeah. to keep you together, <laughs> you know? And it's like, right. but then what happens is if you do find that professional or um, practitioner or friend, they, they honor those eight, mm, they mix in yeah. well. Do you know what I mean? Where I yeah. find that the one, even in the holistic world, the holistic world, they're trying to do their work to replace one of those. So it's like, no, you're not for me. You are a product of the factory called a holistic, you know, in yep. education system. Yep. You need to be out. You need to sell. I always tell people to sell paper. Dunder Mifflin's hiring. Um, <laughs> and they, they're like, don't, I don't have many chiropractic friends. <laughs> I don't have many, like they come by to like get my system. And I'm like, dude, I don't have a system. I don't keep notes. My notes are post-its. Like all over my office, like yeah. notes. What the fuck are you talking about? Somebody isn't who they were last Wednesday. Yeah, that's they're right. completely different person. That's right. Why do I care who they were last Wednesday? I want to meet them right now. They should be, <laughs> and if they do the work, that's why I keep telling people: if you meet me again and we do something like months from now, I damn well better be a totally different person. Yeah, that's right. That's you right. too, right? Like, right. yes, infinitely better than we were. We yes. had a month, that's or right. we had a year. <laughs> Let's right. go. Like I'm going, man, I'm ready to attack where point the field. Let's go, let's go, dude. I'm let's telling you after the brother. I know. Thank you. I have been, I, I just want you to know the impact of you. just so you understand as a, as a brother to you, somewhere, someone who's in Seattle, I'm the only person in every whole foods. I'm the only person without a mask and mask mask is so stupid that it is yeah. even a thing. Yeah. Right? So it's it's like, there's way, but it is a, it's a line and I'm yes. not, I'm not bowing to it at all. Ever. Right. No one's going right. to force me against my will ever again. Cause I'm not going back to my childhood living of getting abused. Like, you know, you're not going to cross my will anymore. So fuck sure. you. Sure. I will impose that force back onto you and you are not ready for the force that I am prepared to come at you with. So stop. I'm telling you, stop. So yeah, I just want you to know you, you get me fired up right now, which I love, but because you've been able to speak and be a brother side by side with me in this, I've been the only person in these stores in Seattle going into Whole Foods, going to, and then I slowly see. You know, you're talking about the energy rising. Abraham, uh, Benjamin Franklin said, instead of cursing the darkness, light a candle. And what you're doing is you're flicking the candle on and didn't just yeah. put gasoline. And my oh. is going on more gasoline and more gasoline. Yep. Yep. Up. So I just. I viscerally feel fired up right now. And you're the same guy that I see the videos and you're, you're, we're, we're creating something beautiful right now. <laughs> I just got goosebumps, dude. This, I'm, I've had more oh. of these cosmic winks and these yeah. stuff now more than ever. I, I will say 
there's it's a really great time i'm i know but we we are a part of something that's so big it's going to be one of the biggest things in history of man because it's one of the scariest things in history of man yes yes so we're good thank you brother we're good dude Thank you. I appreciate it. And I'll put the show notes. I'll put the link to your, the poster. We'll get everything and I'm going to buy it myself. I mean, that's something that we got to have. Up it's, in here. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, hey, and, and if you can, so we started Alex Zek, Ali Zek, Joe Yee. There's a bunch of us. Um, we started a nonprofit. I want to, I want to put oh, wow. uh, yeah. attention to that. Um, yeah. Health freedom for humanity.org. Um, okay. We're just fighting for your health and medical freedom, but we, it's one that's like, different than I can or stand for health freedom or uh, millions against medical mandates. We're bringing it all together uh, into one place and, and empowering. And we got a good podcast. We got education class. We got all this grassroots stuff mm. to put it all in one area because everything's being threatened. As I said, education, religion, yeah. food, medicine, health, travel, tech, media, yep. like yep. that it's one stop. And we've got a lot of people uh, a part of this and we also have our business and lives and stuff but um we just got started and it's it's a really amazing thing and so we're we're trying to you know get as much attention it's going to be a cool place because we'll have state representatives people in different states professionals in different states so you can know who to who to you know go to medical care for and it, it, the potential is huge and um i'm pumped about it yeah so anyway That's our, i'll put that in the show notes and then when you thanks dude your- ready i know it's tough coordinating schedules but i'd love to do a podcast with maybe you and ali i mean she's yeah dude another alec joe and i do the podcast together like ours Uh uh-huh and we're they it's kind of a trippy three three (laughs) man uh uh, headed monster because we all bring different different dynamics you know so um yeah for sure oh brother well thank you man and uh of course you know someday i'll give you a huge hug huge hug done Thank Bro you. Hug. We got hey, it. You got it. Yeah, it's gonna be big, man. Thank you. Seriously, course, thanks for man. coming on. I'll put all those in the show notes and uh appreciate it. Perfect. Sounds good. Whew, I'm still I'm fired up. I'm fired up. Brother Tommy, thank you so much for coming on. And everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that and that it gives you some encouragement, inspiration, and fire to be cultivated inside you to stand in your sovereignty, to not walk in fear to walk in love, to be the permission for other people to come out of the cave of fear, the prison of fear, so that we can walk in love and light. I bless you all. I am Lucas Mack. This is the Golden Rule Revolution. Thank you for watching and listening, and I'll talk to you on the next episode. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening. For support in your journey, go to my website, lucasmack.com.